0: Welcome to Tripping Over the Barrel, a series that highlights the unique personalities within the oil and gas industry and the stories they have to share with your hosts and lead storytellers, Tilo and Dr.
1: Funkenstein. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Tripping Over the Barrel podcast has returned. Marsha Vigil is on for a second session with us. And this time we're going to dive into some tips and some stories from uh, the life working from home.
0: Yeah, we thought that was a good idea. Uh, you know, we we worked together for a long time, but all of us in that time were working from home at various points. Um, I know I did it for eight years, and, and Marsha and, and you and Jeremy have been working from home for pretty much, you know, the better part of the last 10 years. So it would be kind of interesting for us to kind of give our perspectives on working from home and the funny things that happens along the way and and maybe, maybe uh, get some lessons as
1: well.
2: Yeah, I've been working from home for like 15 years now, I would say. Oh,
1: wow, you're old school. So this so is
2: not new new business for me, so I do have some some helpful tips.
1: Mar- for Marsha, it was uh it was dial-up internet when she got started.
2: <laughs> it wasn't that long ago.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, it's funny, I started uh in in 2000 uh working from home for just over 8 years when I was with Spotfire. and it's amazing to me Comparing that episode of working from home with what's going on now, uh, the, the, the technology changes, uh, the expectations. I mean, I remember back in two thousand, we actively tried to hide that we were working from home. We wanted to look uh-huh. like we were, in, you know, in an office or had people, you know, working with us there.
1: I think that that we're still seeing some of that today, right? Uh, there's, it's not natural for people who have gone 30 plus years in their career of going into an office, uh, whether they're in a role of management or uh, reporting up themselves, because if you've done that, working from home is a major, major transition. You're all of a sudden, you've got these different apps like GoToMeeting and Zoom and Microsoft Teams, and uh, people are more actively reaching out to you via email when maybe they would have just stopped by your office. Uh, for me, I actually, I was talking to somebody about this earlier today. I prefer the work from home life as a sales guy, because when I'm in an office, people do have a tendency to stop by. And I really want to just uh-huh. focus on a couple things. Like I want to talk to, uh, my prospects and then create, you know, good content and emails and, and contracts to follow up with. None of those really involve uh, water cooler talk.
2: Yeah, I don't. I was never a big fan of working in the office. I water cooler talk is, is so distracting to me. I, I like working from home. I think it's been awesome, and it seems. I it, I think people have really embraced it. I think it was probably really challenging at first, but I've heard a lot of people now talk about how much they love working from home. They don't want to go back to the office, and now with videos. I mean, I, I have attended some calls where really anything goes at this point.
0: Yeah, I think when. Uh, what's different now than maybe you know 15 years ago or 20 years ago in my case is that there's an expectation that everybody is working from home and so there's a little bit more sympathy for the dog barking or the uh, the lawn mowing guy sitting outside your window or something like that but you know back in the day it w- there was no tolerance for
2: you know wild, wow is they, that they a, were trying, totally is that a, trying you know. And that happened to me this morning. Full eight o'clock meeting, showing some new functionality to one of my clients, and my two-year-old ha- was having, <laughs> and my eight-year-old having full meltdowns. And what, I mean, what do I do? I'm lit- I'm literally giving a demo, and I just have to say, I'm I'm sorry, guys. There's nothing I can do about it, and I, that's happened to so many of us now.
0: And how, how did how did your uh, how did your client take it in that process?
2: Oh, they were fine with it. I mean, we were on video. Someone had their dog on the background. Someone else had uh, a, like a roof repairman there that he had to stop and go answer the door. And it, it's really at this point in the game, your anything goes, and it's just a part of our new normal for now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it just reminded me of. In kind of year six of working from home, my, my oldest was in, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade or something like that. And she had taken up the tuba as part of the band. And kind of her, her standard practice was, you know, get off the bus at four o'clock, come home, walk in the house and do her half hour of tuba practice. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard someone learning the tuba for
2: the first time. <laughs> I can't imagine it's it, th- there's delightful.
0: No, there's no melody. It's just ha 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 <laughs> and you know the other thing about the tuba is it just vibrates the entire house. You cannot hide from someone playing the tuba. You can't stick them on the other side of the house. It vibrate every it just comes up from anywhere. <laughs> I remember uh, in the early days of energy navigator, she was learning to play the play the tuba. And I'm sitting there on a call with he who cannot be named and and it's about four <laughs> thirty. And then she comes, and I can he- I can hear her coming the door. I was like, oh no, here it comes. And we were doing some I don't know. We were trying to be serious about something, and uh, you know I'm actually in the process of speaking when she just throws off the first couple <laughs> beats of the of the tuba, and uh, the the, <laughs> the response was, "What in the hell was that coming over the phone?" And there's you know, there's just no way to hide it. He's, like, oh yeah, well that's my daughter's practicing the tuba.
2: And that's the challenging part now with, you know, being on these engaging calls where you, you you can't constantly be on and off mute, right? Especially if you're, you're talking and you're having a conversation. And I, I, this morning also is another example. I just thought it was great content for our call today. Uh, My coworker, there's only one of them currently, well, the other two littles, but is you know walking by my office and is clearing his nasal passage and i just was so mortified and i put it on mute and i'm like dude i am not muted on this call gross <laughs> so you just you have no control of what is going to happen when you're not not on mute so i'm so hypersensitive to it but when you're you know actively in conversation it can be a problem you
0: know, but and, but now again, just the difference this time is because our clients are now in the same situation, and mm. you can hear the birds exactly. chirping in their background. They're out on their porch because they're trying to escape a crying kid, so they have a little bit more sympathy, and we don't have to actually hide. Hey, I have a life, and we're my daughter practices the tuba or whatever else.
1: Yeah, you know, I I think that as uh, at least in my situation, and Marsha, you probably too. Uh, We commute down to Denver for meetings, and sometimes that could be uh, a few hours a week that it takes up in windshield time. So Mm -hmm. that's really a good opportunity to make some phone calls and check in on some people that you maybe haven't had the opportunity to. Now those calls are happening from home when kids are running into our office. My son's bragging mm-hmm. that he just peed and, and deserves some skittles. He's two, so, uh, <laughs> and then decides maybe he wants to pee on the floor of my office when I'm when I'm working. May or may not have happened last week. Oh, you gotta love um, boys. <laughs> oh, for, I have onto, yes. Oh my god, you gotta
2: love boys. I it was like I honestly I've had I'm a whole other situation that I won't fully go into today, but it, it involves a text that I received this morning about a potential incident at a pool that involved someone may or may not have pooped in the pool. So I have a <laughs> a, a poop gate twenty twenty going on also today. It's just really been quite the day.
0: Oh, suddenly I'm but having that's a, ca- that's I'm an episode Caddyshack that's flash, a
2: story right? for another guest episode.
0: Yeah, you just you just took me right into Caddyshack
2: duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's kind of, it was good in the pool
0: Kind of similar, it is a pool story But I remember being on a conference call At, uh, you know I forget, late in the afternoon But I'm just looking out Through my backyard, distracted During the conference call, looking out the window And, and I just kind of look over And I see, I'm, I'm on a second floor And I can see into my neighbor's backyard It's not like I'm stalking them, but you know, lo and behold I look and this guy just comes walking Out of his back door He's completely naked Walks over, looks at something on the wall, and then just gets in his pool. It's like, wow. So, I, interesting distraction, been- but it's like, well, okay. I, I, what you, just the things you see looking out, or when you see a, a hawk make a kill outside, and you're just sitting there watching, oh, yeah. it, sitting on the conference call or something.
1: Yeah, we get, we get some pretty awesome, uh, predator animals around here, some hawks and falcons that are just swooping around. I get nervous when my kid's out there though. It's like, he could take that little guy, man. <laughs>
2: and and we have the foxes and the mountain lions.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we have some coyotes. That was an issue for a little bit.
0: Yeah. So I guess, you know, working from home, you know, obviously it has its challenges. There's a lot of kind of fun distractions. Some of them are fun. Some of them are pretty annoying. Um, you know, over the years, had to come up with a lot of different techniques to try to get around them, uh, made a, obviously made a lot of mistakes. Uh, but, you know, the number one thing for me that early was I didn't, I didn't train my family early on, you know, daddy's working, what mm-hmm. that looks like and, you know, what constitutes an interruptible event. You know, when mm-hmm. you're two, two, you can't, you can't mm-hmm. explain to them, but even with my, my wife, I had to explain to her, hey, right now I'm not. I don't have a lot going on at work. I can go run errands, but just because I'm here and not going to downtown Houston or wherever else
1: Damn. doesn't
0: mean you can just give me a list of stuff to go off and go here <laughs> because I'm here. So I it took, I and I did that in the beginning because you know I was learning whatever whatever company I was with. I was learning the processes and I needed for sure. I, you had
2: some downtime.
0: Yeah, I'll go run get the dry cleaning because I needed to go get out of the house. But you know. I didn't properly train everybody. They're just thinking, oh, well, you're going to be here all day? Oh, okay. Can you go do this and that? And he's like, well, I am
1: trying to do work. I mean, as as far as nuisances, though, the, that I I get that, but I feel like I've, I finally have been able to establish a little bit of room on that. Maybe it's just the kids being older. But for me, it's like every service repairman that comes here, wants to be my best friend and wants to give me the full history of why this dishwasher had to be fixed this way or this light switch had to be done it's like dude i just don't care just please get it done just because i'm here doesn't mean i need this full dissertation bro
0: yeah t- start telling you about why chinese parts are inferior
1: or all those things yeah but i get it like from their standpoint though they're they're sort of on their own island too right if they don't talk come in your house and actually talk to you they're they're not talking to
2: anyone all day that's true. Yeah. So we're right. having a hard time, st- uh, f- sorry, uh, figuring out. We, and I'm sure there's other listeners out here that could, or maybe you guys have ideas around how do you navigate your schedules with another spouse that is working full time? You almost have to, you know, uh-huh. talk to each other the night before and say, Hey, I'm in a meeting at this time. You know, can you watch the kids? You know, sometimes often we are not talking about that and communicating about it. And then we have a total issue where we have no coverage mm-hmm. and we're both on meetings and, you know, getting frustrated. It's, we need, I guess, a, a, te- a group calendar.
1: And that's, you know, your kids would normally be in school. And I guess during the summer, what do you, what would you do normally?
2: No, I mean, normally they wouldn't be here. They'd be at
1: camp. They'd be at camps or yeah, a daycare. So, or... Exactly. No camps is making it really challenging right now. Yeah. That is interesting yes, because, is. you
0: know, this time everybody was home, and I've got older kids, as you guys know. But you know, we had we had to start planning around. One daughter has a college lecture she has to watch on video. I've got a, a, a Teams call. My wife has oh. a Zoom call, and the other one is taking driver's ed online. All four at the exact same time, and so suddenly the stress on the throughput is like, okay, if if one of these crashes, what's going to happen? So we so that happened once. We had to go kind of realize. All right. Let's take care of some things and make sure it's okay. So we had to, we did have to kind of go into a little bit of planning, but we've run into the same snaps now. It's like, hey, kid number three needs to go to the doctor, and I was like, hey, sorry, I got a call, and she has right. a call. I'm like, well, crap. Okay, well, let's figure something out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, of course, I, I wound up taking a call from the doctor's office lobby in in, in that scenario. I lost that scenario.
1: Have have done that many times too. I mean, you know, it's not just working from home. I think in this situation, but also. Um, when you, when you do fully work from home, I think like we have, you become somewhat of a nomad. Like I've, this, this could be a whole separate episode, but established lots of different places where I'll work in downtown Denver, you know, mm-hmm. appropriate hotel lobbies where it's with clean bathrooms. And it seems like I'm the only one using it. I'm not telling you which ones they are
0: listeners. <laughs> well, yeah. You, and you know exactly which, which places have the best Wi-Fi and where you can be. And how do you not get hassled by someone? This is a place I can sit and no one hassles me. Or even so the there's extric- one
2: thing that I oh, – sorry, Jeremy. I was going to say there's one thing that I have just picked up earlier at the end of last year, and that's a portable monitor, which is basically, right. uh, you know, a big iPad-type thing. It's just flat, and it can go in my computer bag. But I didn't really start using it until recently, and it's great for when you are, you know, working those other places and you still want a different – you want to monitor. So now yeah. if I need a change of scenery or I need to get outside – I can take that portable monitor out and I set that up and then I can still function with two monitors.
1: That's that's a nice one. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, Marcia, you've, you've lived like that too. And you know, I always think it's probably a little bit different for a woman, right? Like I can sort of carve out my spot, but you don't see as many women sort of carving out their own little niche
2: in the, in the hotel lobby.
1: Right. I so, just
2: can't do that. I'd, I would rather just, I mean, if I'm staying at a hotel, I guess work in my room, but I, I need, it to be more functional, just in general. I I struggle to work in a coffee shop or in a random depend- place.
1: Being on the phone is impossible in that environment. I absolutely despise it. But you know, a lot of calls from from downtown, right? Uh, from the car in a in a park garage. That's probably one of the cleaner places, you know, quieter places you're going to find to do a call.
2: Yeah, the car is always good, and I've done that a million times, even in my own home. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> So you know, I just did that, that last
2: week I just drove around with my uh, toddler uh, so that I could he could listen to something and I could just be on my phone without him antagonizing his brother
0: yeah so you know um, just kind of running back through my through my work at work from home you know journey and one of the things that always got me was I found myself finding distractions. When I first started working from home, I found that I, I was missing the water cooler discussions. I was kind of missing the fantasy football discussion in the hallway. And I come out of the office and start chit chatting. So I found myself trying to find those distractions. And, you know, I think that's kind of one of my other tips that, you know, I would stress to people is you need those distractions. You cannot sit in a, you know, a small office in your house and, and just do that all day, you have to go find something. And, you know, maybe it's, I don't know, you need to find the right distraction that is not going to derail you for hours. Uh You know, so, you know, it might be a, you know, something that has a beginning and end, you know, go downstairs and do something in the kitchen then come back up. Or, um, I found there for a while, I was doing a lot of smoking of meats. So I'd start something, I'd just go down there every hour and a half and, check on the temperature and come back up and that was a good distraction uh turns out tiger woods golf was not a good distraction that (laughs) that would keep me down there i'd want to go well let's play another 18 or whatever so you know finding the right distraction in that environment is is good and i think it's healthy um you know so anyway i don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i think i've i've probably worked more you know, it, just throughout the course of my career than I would have in an office if you eliminate the the windshield time for the most part, um, as as well as really minimal breaks during the day. I mean, I don't feel like I incorporate a lot of those, maybe a quick trip to Starbucks or something like that. But oftentimes, it's just, you know, just straight focus and then maybe take a walk,
2: right? Yeah, um, I do think it's good to get up and just take a walk, even if it's around your block. Or outside for a few minutes. And I definitely try to, you know, same time, same day, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever. I always block a certain time on my calendar so that I can get some sort of exercise.
0: Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Or eat
2: lunch or, you know, whatever. It's good to just block some time off. So you're, I mean, there are times where I have literally sat at my desk, you know, from nine to five with only bathroom breaks and, that, that is grueling. But you get
1: yeah. sucked into it. You know, and i you on a the Zoom call. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Tim, go ahead.
0: I'll just say one of the interesting things about this particular now, comparing to earlier, was, you know, in this, in this uh, downturn here, everybody's at the house. So it's been kind of fun that we kind of all come downstairs for lunch, and we're all at lunch at the same time. And that's something I've never done with my family. I've never been able to. We all sit down, have lunch, and yuck it up a little bit, and then we all just – just yep, same here. So, so that's been kind of a pretty interesting – Relief, and then we come down and do it for you know again for dinner. But um, anyway, that, that's a little bit different this time, and everyone you know understandable about it, right?
1: Uh, just very fitting. My two and a half year old just
2: announced I his presence in my office
1: without pants on. Hey, buddy,
2: <laughs> we are going through the same potty training phase. There he is.
0: So uh, you know, I guess from a, from a tips perspective, I know uh, Jeremy, you posted on it a couple weeks ago, but. You know, what are your kind of number one things that, you know, someone new to working from home really needs to pay attention to?
1: I mean, I I think number one is is avoid the television. And for me, that was huge right away because I was like, oh, sweet. I can just have SportsCenter on all day in the background. This is fantastic. And I realized you just can't do both. Like you can't kick your feet up on the couch and watch a baseball game and work. At least I can't. So try to, try to avoid that particular distraction. Uh, Another, which I don't follow enough of is to drink water. I really think that that is crucial because I go days where I'll just crush coffee and then Mm I'll start drinking, you know, wine or beer at four or five o'clock. And I'm like, I don't know if I drank any water today. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I can relate to that totally. I think it was afternoon today when I actually had some water, I was just on, on the coffee train. So yes, yeah, important to to definitely drink water and and hydrate,
1: and like you said, exercise of you know movement of some kind, right? And these are things like do as I say. There he is, he's waving to me.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, love those distractions. Yeah, so I mean the the one thing that that uh, was kind of cool is you know I found myself being very uh, efficient. Uh, you weren't kidding. You didn't have pants on, were you? <laughs> um, I found myself being able to get done when I first started working from home, being able to get done. When I was at the office, it took me eight hours to get some report out or whatever I was working on. And I might be able to get it done in three hours working from home. Of course, that's because I didn't have all the distractions. But again, that's what I missed was all the distractions. Um, but, you know, I found myself you get head down and you start working really hard. And I would you know, basically try to knock off when the, kids came home or when the whole family kind of came back in, but I found myself kind of being irritated. I didn't have that, yeah. that, that decompression of a yeah. separation. And, uh, I know Jeremy, you posted on that. Um, you may have, you gave me too much credit, but I don't know if you want to go over that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the things that I loved, cause actually early on working for Tim, Uh, an energy navigator, my first foray working from home, I was having a hard time with it because I felt like um, a lot of the things that I'm saying, you know, you should do, I was not doing. Uh, And especially when it's like, okay, dinner's ready and I'm knee deep on the computer and I haven't had that chance to decompress. And one of the things that I asked you, Tim, and you suggested, which I love is when you've decided that you've basically had enough work for the day and unplug your computer from the charger do whatever work you need to do. But once it dies, you're done. And it's not something I do enough of. But as if I remind myself to do it, it's the best because you actually create a little bit of separation. Okay, computer's done. Temptation's not there to go back to it. That was easier though when we didn't have phones because at that point we weren't incessantly right. checking our emails on the phone.
2: Yeah. Of and especially when you're in sales, you know, and early on when you were an energy navigator, are you right? You're, you're constantly pros- prospecting. So I can see yeah. how, you know, you have to kind of Remove your computer and unplug it. So when you shut it down, you're down. You you stop.
0: Yeah, of course. Now uh, batteries seem to last a lot longer too. So you got to start unplugging at lunch if you're going to knock off at five. To me, it was basically when I start at four thirty, I knew I'd hear the first bus drop off and the first kid comes in. Tuba is being practiced. Okay,
2: I'm going to start.
0: I'm going to start shutting down now. And, And it's you know you're just cleaning up the email dropping off and and maybe watch a video online or something to get your head out of workspace. So when you come back down, your dad and and husband, not, you know, still thinking about, Oh shit, I got to go se- spend another 10 minutes to send off this email or something else. Um, there's time for that. When you drop the kid yeah. right in bed at 10 o'clock, run back up, finish off a couple emails and then you're done.
2: Yeah. That's so, a good, that's a good thing to point out. You really kind of need a wind down. Usually, you know, if you, if you, Commute you to work. Wine you know, wine.
0: Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, there's a wind followed by a wine, or just, you know, you need to put some wine on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're driving, you're listening to your, you know, afternoon show or whatever, and you're driving we home and you're winding down. But, you know, when you just, when you just, walk from your office into your kitchen. Uh, this ha- just happened to me last night too. I was my, my son was like, mommy, I'm, I'm talking to you. And I was still, you know, preoccupied thinking totally. about work. So it is hard to shut, shut it down.
1: Yeah. You know, Marsha, one of the things that are, you and I have discussed uh, a few years ago, which I think is interesting from a psychological standpoint is when you work from home, and, and you're not going out and meeting with people, I think it makes you more of an introvert. Like just mm-hmm. by nature, you start finding things that you can occupy yourself that don't involve other people, that don't necessarily involve leaving your house. And I think that's one thing that is important for me to create balance, which I've lost some of uh, during the last few months, is being able to go out and consistently talking to people is good. Because if you're just home, you could potentially go weeks at a time without seeing people... And if you don't have a partner, you don't have a family, forget it. I mean, you might just see the Amazon guy. That's it.
0: Yeah, I've already, that is true. And I've already felt that new habits are starting to form already. You know, I've got my own, you know, I have a lot of international clients. So I'll wake up in the morning, check email, clear out all the international stuff, answer those and I'll go down, have breakfast, do whatever else, exercise, whatever's going on for the day. Then I check my meeting schedule for the day. And I told you guys before the meeting. Uh, today it caught me. I didn't check it early enough. And I had, you know, it was one of the few times I was going to leave the house, but I just assume every morning I'm going to wake up and not leave the house just like every other day. This was, it was one, one of I, the
2: few times we had to put some pants on.
0: Yeah, basically. I, you know, so I was, uh, I, I set a few expletives, ran downstairs. I was already late for the meeting and, you know, and grabbed pants. You know, I had to pull <laughs> the plastic off of them from the dry cleaners that I, you know, goodness gracious and throw them on and take off. So it was, it's interesting that I hadn't really noticed until I reprocessed the, the 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 morning that I've established a whole new set of patterns just in the last three months that hmm. I wouldn't have occurred because I was checking my you know my meeting calendar always the night before and now I'm not because what I'm going to be sitting at my computer therefore I can make the meeting.
2: Right. And you're not checking for meetings where you actually have to be present somewhere. You're just kind of doing a mental check of, uh, okay, I have these meetings throughout the day, not you know, realizing that this one is actually somewhere where you have to leave the house.
0: Yeah. So mental note this time is, okay, all right. Need to start making sure I do that again. Just get back in the habit of doing those.
1: Well, it's things are starting to open up. And, and I'll say today was an exciting day for me because I also put on pants. And went <laughs> uh, out to breakfast to interview someone. So my company oh, has exciting. a, as you know, is based in Tulsa, and we have resources all over the place. But they've interviewed this guy four or five different times, all on the phone. They're like, "We want somebody to meet this guy, right? Is is he a serial killer? Does he pass the sniff test, <laughs> right? <laughs> Does Whatever." He it wear be. pants. <laughs> right? But I can't tell you how freaking awesome it was to sit down with a stranger at a, a breakfast this morning right? It was like, wow. But I'll tell you what, I also realized I lost some productivity. Windshield time, I'm not used to that of late. Um, you know, you, not, not only that, but when you're done with the meeting, you're sitting there scrolling on your phone for a couple of minutes before you take off, right? And, and maybe I'll run an errand while I'm out before I know it. It's 1030 and I haven't done anything on the computer yet. Like that was like, mm-hmm. okay. That used to happen all the time. And today it was like, oh, that was weird. At the same time though, it was awesome. when I got back to my computer, I was ready to work.
0: Yeah. You know, and it kind of goes back to that, you know, the things you miss about being in an office and interacting with people are those distractions that you're just not getting now. So you crave them, but, you know, and now you're, of course, I'm sure you came back and kind of beat yourself up and looked at your inbox. Oh, all these things we got to go do. But, yeah. you know, but again, you have to have that, you know.
2: I got to sure. say, I do love how, how everyone is embracing video. I mean, I've had video chats now with so many people that I normally, you know, it would be a phone call and, you know, sea level. And it's so, you know, kind of refreshing to just be, you know, normal humans that are having, you know, a meeting face to face, but it's over video. And it's nice to see everyone kind of embracing video chats and evolving as we go through this work from home life.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it is neat to see how, Companies that you would not have expected because of their ethos, not ethos, but their, their culture, you would not have expected Mm -hmm. them to be able to handle it. And I don't want to mention anything specifically because they might get offended, but you know, I was talking to one of these customers that that 10 years ago, there's no way you would have ever considered having a video conference with them or anything else. And, and I had a video conference with one of these, you know, fairly senior guys in a company and he's sitting on his balcony, uh, with his laptop in his lap because he needed a break from his home office and he's just sitting there. Yes. You know, it was very refreshing and interesting. Yeah. That's what and, I you know, love about this time. And and they now, they don't want to go back. They they have not seen any drop off in efficiency. There was some initially, but you know they adopted teams full force and their IT team is, sho- is shoving more and more things into teams. And so they're pretty happy about it and they don't see any big rush to go back to downtown Houston.
2: And I think that's why people really need to, you know, if they haven't already make the investment into some good office equipment, because you, we really don't know how long this is going to last. And we really don't know if it's going to happen again. And you don't, you know, a lot of companies with the overhead of having these office buildings empty for six months at a time, you never know when they might just say, let's just work remote. It was working great.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that like a lot of things, uh, tech wise, oil and gas will it's an essential service, right? And I also think that there's there's always been in sort of this old school industry that person-to-person interaction and it's required in the field. So, I, you know, I think sure. that will be one of the last industries to to do that. Uh, but at the same time, it's unbelievable. I mean, there there are some companies now who, like you guys said, I figured they'd already be back working, you know, when given the go-ahead. And a lot of them are thinking it might be the end of the year.
0: Well, even even our company... Uh, You know, we're, you know, technology based and you would think we'd kind of be early adopters, but it took this downturn or this, you know, this work from home quarantine situation. If our lease at our office was coming up now, we'd completely rethink how we were going to Mm -hmm. do our office space because it has worked so effectively. And now our clients are accepting of us not being face to face. So I think that we would completely rethink. We probably have some big video pods and various other things and a more hoteling type environment. Maybe, you know, maybe like, a, you know, a Regis type of situation. Um, we So we would completely rethink it if we didn't have a long term lease already.
2: Interesting. And that's one thing that I hope doesn't change when when we get back to the new new normal is is the travel and the face-to-face you know we're we're able to accomplish business not present with our clients but i hope that's something that we don't lose in the future and getting pushed back on being able to visit our clients or just travel in general
0: i still would like to go on a trip again to artesia or bakersfield or a place like that though
2: i would love to fly to Roswell and go to Artesia right now. <laughs> Calgary in uh, December is a
1: beautiful place. Thanks again, oh, Tim, yeah. for, for yeah. dragging us up there. Yeah. Uh, and with uh, the- <laughs> minus 40. Come on. Enjoy it, eh? And with that, we'll end it here. Um, really appreciate you, Marcia, for coming back on and obviously offering great insight uh, with your extensive time working from home. And we'll have you on again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Marsha.